What's up, everybody? I'm here be because I don't feel like moving my camera upstairs. It's perfectly propped uh, to my green screen behind me. If you're watching on YouTube, it's just I have it perfectly set up and I don't feel like moving it upstairs to my room where I normally film my podcasts. And I have a perfectly good uh, microphone here. So you know, downstairs in my little studio, my basement studio, so why not just utilize it, right? So here I am, downstairs, and I've been thinking about what, by now you know where the fuck I'm at, kind of. I mean, I'm still trying to find out, figure out where the fuck I'm at, but by now you've listened to some episodes about me on my little self-development journey, self-love, whatever the fuck. I'm I'm having an awakening, a, a spiritual awakening, if you will. And I've been really thinking about what topic to like touch on. And I came I've been I've been really introspective lately, going within and asking myself questions and allowing myself to feel and allowing myself to cry. And, and listening to other people's journeys um, to just become more in touch with uh, with the inner and then thus in, in return the outer, you know. Because when you get more in touch with yourself, you become more connected to others. It's really fucking weird. Take my word. Don't take my word for it. Live it. But I wanted to touch on the idea... I'll go through, you know, I'll I'll go through my spiritual experiences and stuff like that. Weird things that have been happening lately since going within and really meditating every day and like making a conscious effort to kind of just be connected um since tarot cards, all of that, right? All of the esoteric shit. Like I'll have an episode about that. But in this episode I kind of wanted to talk about beliefs. And not beliefs the way that you would think. Beliefs, like not beliefs, outer beliefs, right? I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. I believe Jesus is the Messiah. I believe Allah. Like, you know, those are outer beliefs, religious, spiritual beliefs. But the inner beliefs, the beliefs about ourselves, the beliefs that we live by on a day-to-day -day basis on, on autopilot. I believe that, for example... I believe that I'm not good enough to um, create a YouTube channel. I don't. I believe that I'm boring, so nobody's gonna watch me. I believe that no matter what I do to try to lose weight, it's never gonna fucking happen. I believe that I never get sick. I believe that every time I go to the casino, I have a stroke of luck, and. Um, win $200 on a $5 bet. These beliefs that we have within ourselves about ourselves that shape our daily lives and how we move in the world, right? That's Those are the beliefs that I feel matter. Not matter most, because beliefs in general matter most. But I really wanted to touch on this idea of how what we believe we oftentimes we don't realize because I don't think we stop to really take in this thought. We don't really stop to reflect enough genuinely. In this society as a whole, we're constantly, especially in the U.S., 
go, 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 go. So we don't ever really take the time, even when we're on vacation, like how many of have how many of you guys listening have taken a vacation, but it's really not a vacation in the sense that your vacation is you just planning something with the entire family and constantly going that you never have time to really reflect, do any self-reflection. I can can probably count, no, I can't even count on my hand how many people sit down and like journal their feelings on a daily basis or write down their thoughts to kind of reflect back. We're not a very reflective society, let's be honest. Not many of us go into these philosophical thoughts too often right um but when you start to think of which one came first the chicken or the egg do i live my life based on my beliefs or do my beliefs shape the way that i live my life and in my opinion and what i've come to really find out from my own experiences is that it's the latter our beliefs shape how we live our lives and how we see the world Our inner beliefs, right, it starts from within. Everything starts from within. If you want to make a change in the world, it starts with yourself. Like I always say, it starts with the man in the mirror or the woman in the mirror or the non-binary person in the mirror. However you identify, it starts with you. And then you can make the changes within yourself to reflect into your world, into your atmosphere and environment, right? Oftentimes we have this convoluted thinking because we don't even really stop to reflect that the way we live shapes our beliefs about ourselves. Um, And maybe, and who knows, maybe some of that is a little bit true. Maybe it starts with childhood. You know, we, if we go back to childhood, where did these beliefs come from about these negative beliefs. I'm really I'm really talking about the negative ones because you want positive beliefs. You want to believe that anything that you fucking touch will turn to gold. You want to believe that you never get sick. You want to believe that you're as healthy as an ox because then you live that way. Those beliefs, we don't have to worry, not that we don't have to worry about, we, we want to build on those beliefs, right? It's the limiting beliefs, the beliefs that keep us in our little box, the belief that the minute we live truest to ourselves, people are going to crucify us for the way that we are or the way that we're choosing to live. The belief that no matter what we do, we can just never get ahead. Those beliefs keep us from acting. And that is what I've noticed for my, in myself is what has kept me from even posting on this, you know, like posting religiously and, and, and consistently with this podcast. It's the belief that, well, nobody gives a fuck about what I have to say anyway, so why am I even doing it? Okay, I'm just not gonna then. I'm just not gonna post. Because, you know, I don't, I, don't, I don't have the creative brain to consistently think of topics every fucking week that would keep people engaged and wanting to listen, okay, so I'm just not going to do anything. It's those beliefs that we really have to focus on. And maybe it does start with childhood. Maybe it does start with, you know, it, it's this, maybe it is this, um, 
back and forth, this, you know, like yin and yang, not yin and yang. Uh, I want it's like a, I'm getting like in my head this, this thought of like this volley. Maybe it is this volley. It starts in outer, works into inner, and then how we believe inside then reflects back out, you know, kind of like a camera. A camera, t- you know, takes in your, your image and processes it and then spits it back out into a a certain format so that you can watch it. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. And again, I don't know the inner workings of a camera, so don't really take my word for that. But that's what what I think, like, that's like the basis of how a camera works. But anyway, (laughs) what I'm trying to say is we don't, oftentimes we don't realize that the things that we believe about ourselves are what shape how we act in the world, how we treat others, how we treat ourselves. But we don't realize that we're treating ourselves a certain way. We don't realize we're treating others a certain way. If you have a belief every time if you're if if you have a belief that every time you get into a relationship it never works out because you only date liars and cheaters and assholes, well then you're going to inadvertently put walls up against good people to keep yourself from getting hurt how many of us can tell can can say that we've done that a hundred percent i only attract narcissists well and that goes into the law of attraction realistically and that's not what i'm even talking about in this episode but it ties in in the sense that what you believe about what you what you what you think about, you bring about, but more importantly, what you believe about, you bring about. You know, and it's 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 this consistent idea that we have to change the outer in order to feel good on the inside. We have to change what's going on in our environment in order to have these beliefs on the inside when realistically... It is the complete fucking opposite. And I'm going to continue to repeat myself. I may be redundant, but I can tell you 150% without a shadow of a doubt, it is the opposite. You can put makeup on, but still feel ugly. You can buy the nicest handbags and clothes and still feel like a dirt bag on the inside. Because your beliefs are so so how do we change beliefs i'm still trying to figure this out but one thing that i've come to realize is it's kind of like training your brain right when you believe something for so long it really becomes like a truth after a while you know um even if it's a bullshit truth, and most of the time it is, most of the time it's not true, whatever it is we're believing. Again, in in these these inner beliefs about ourselves and about our lives and about what happens in our lives, most of the time it's not fucking true. But we make it true because we believe it. I hope I'm making some sort of sense. I don't know how long this episode is going to be. It might just be a quick little whatever because I don't know how long I could touch on this but how do we change our beliefs 
well, you can fake it. <laughs> you can fake it until you actually believe it. You know, you ever know those people who cons- who are such liars that they just, all they do, everything that comes out of their mouth is just a fucking lie after a lie after a lie to the point that they begin to believe the reality that they are falsely speaking about. You can do that. No, you know what? I am, it's all about reprogramming your brain, right? I'm not speaking on anything fucking woo-woo or esoteric. I love that. I love the esoteric. I love all the spiritual shit. Um, You know, I love, I'll go into, again, I'll go into my outer beliefs and, and my spiritual journey and where I'm at right now and whatever. Um, I love reading up on all of that stuff. I've had some crazy, like in my, in the last like seven or eight months, I've had some crazy fucking experiences. Um, I.e. like channeling one of my friends, uh, dead relatives inadvertently. I'll tell that story in another podcast episode. But um, this is reprogramming. You know, beliefs are essentially programming. You know, we all believe because society has programmed us to believe that the best course of action to take in our lives is to get a degree after four years, get a degree in something that could be lucrative, whether you are passionate about it or not, just get a degree in it, get a job, nine to five most likely, work your ass off for 30 to 40 years retire after getting married and having two and a half kids or whatever the fuck it is buy the house we're programmed to believe certain things so if you can be programmed to believe something you can be programmed to unbelieve something and so we can program ourselves to stop believing these negative things these limiting things even that even the, I got to go to school and choose this path and I got to do this and I got to walk this path and I got to, you know, I'm a female. I got to be with a guy because that's what society tells me is the most normal thing to do. And anything that veers off the beaten path is, you know, taboo. These are limiting beliefs. These are things that limit us to a box. And so we have those within ourselves. All of us do. I do included. I'm working on dismantling them as we as we speak right but the idea is if you can be programmed to believe something you can program yourself to stop believing it and believe something better and believe something that actually serves you believe something that's actually going to motivate you and make you choose your dreams and choose your love and choose your heart and choose your happiness regardless of what it looks like and regardless of what other people are telling you that should look like or you tell yourself it should look like there is no should there is no should you know what you should do in life there are only a few choice things that you should do in life and they are all based on survival the shoulds are eating sleeping Shitting, having sex, uh, drinking water, all of these things you should do because if you don't do them, you'll fucking die. Those are the only shoulds in life. I hope, I hope we realize that. 
You don't need to do anything other than what you need to do, which is survive. And our basic survival needs, they're, they're basic. You know, if you're lucky enough to get food, clean water, a roof over your head, and sex, you don't even need sex. I mean, that's, you know, we kind of, we kind of do though. <laughs> but you know, if you're lucky enough to get your basic human needs, those are the only things that you should have or should do. Everything else is a want. Everything else is, 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 isn't, isn't necessary for our basic survival. Again, if you have kids, like, don't, like, you know, don't run with this. Obviously, if you have kids, you should take care of your children. You should be there for your children's survival as well. You should be helping your children to survive. Absolutely. Most definitely. But y'all get what I'm saying, I hope. Y'all have the mental faculties to understand what I'm getting at. Everything else in life, you don't, it's not, you should get a nine to five job. Should I, Karen? Or can I start a fucking multi-million dollar company on my own and do something that adds value to the world and makes the world a better place? You know, if if Steve Jobs... I always go back to Steve Jobs and Bill Gates, right? Because And, and Elon Musk, even. Because these are the people that everybody looks up to and everybody is like, you know, um, even Oprah... Um, everybody looks at them like, you know, they did something extraordinary. No, you know what they did? They didn't listen, A, to their inner beliefs that, well, no, not even not listening. They changed their inner beliefs. They had the unwavering faith and belief that they would make something happen when everybody else was telling them they should go. When Steve Jobs dropped out of school, I'm sure everybody was like, well, he should go back to school. You really should. And had he just folded and been like, yeah, you know what? They're right. I should go back to school. You wouldn't be watching this on your fucking iPhone right now or your iPad, listening with your AirPods. So that's the point <laughs> that I'm trying to make when it comes back. It all comes back to our beliefs about ourselves. And how do you change them? You fucking, for me at least, and maybe there, are, I'm sure I'll come across other ways to change our limiting beliefs. But for me, it's fucking really faking it <laughs> until I truly believe what I'm saying about myself and to myself. That's where affirmations come in. That's where, you know, talking to yourself in the mirror like I do every morning to pep talk yourself and let yourself know, hey, you can fucking do this. That's where that comes in. That's where really digging deep it's it's more than that if you watched my last episode or listened to my last episode about um how self-love is deeper than you think yeah it absolutely is it's about clearing the trauma from childhood it's about dealing with it stop and not running away from the shit because a lot of the times our beliefs are embedded in us from those traumas and from certain things that um, were instilled in us from, you know, from the time that we were kids. I, I, I listened to this podcast, and in the podcast, the host is always saying how from the time that we are seven, 
We are literally sponges just absorbing into our subconscious anything that we're taking in and just holding on to it subconsciously. So for seventh verse, the first seven years of our lives, whatever trauma has happened from age one to the moment that we're cognizant and we can understand what's going on in the environment around us to the age of seven, we are storing in our subconscious all of those things. My parents divorcing, listening to them fighting, the things that I don't remember, literally, the things that I can't recall, that I'm sure I witnessed, they're all stored within my, within my psyche, within my subconscious. So how do we dismantle that or those, those, those traumas or certain things, whatever it is? First, we have to tap into them. <laughs> you have to first tap into that. And, and it's like, how do you slay the beast? Well, you got to find the beast, right? The knight, when he's going, I love, I love all this, this, um, uh, fun fact about me. I love anything medieval, like Arthur, King Arthur. That's my shit. You probably, you guys probably didn't know that about me, but anything King Arthur or like Arthurian, whoo, love it. Um, so anyway, how does the knight rescue the princess? from the from the fucking dragon well first he's got to find the castle then he's got to go into the castle and find the dragon in the castle and face the dragon and fucking stab the dragon and kill it and then he can rescue the the princess so think of the princess as like your subconscious mind or or just you in general or your beliefs about yourself or the things that you consistently tell yourself on a daily basis, right? And the dragon are those limiting beliefs, the traumas that cause those limiting beliefs, the, the, the pains, the things that we refuse to face, that's the dragon. You got to find it first. That's how you, that's how you dismantle it. And, and again, it's so much more complex yeah looking at yourself in the mirror every single day and telling yourself and really looking yourself in the face in the eyes and telling yourself hey bitch you badass motherfucking sexy ass smart ass bitch you got this you can do this you will do this because you will stop at nothing yeah absolutely and that is the truth when I look at myself in the mirror every day and I sometimes cry telling myself how much I love myself and sometimes cry looking at myself and, you know, uh, appreciating myself because I've never truly done that before. I feel it and I mean it. But it's but I re also recognize that in order to dismantle the way that I've belie been believing ab about myself, the beliefs I've had about myself for the last 32 years of my life in order to truly dismantle those beliefs. I have to face what brought me to them in the first place. Was it me being bullied in school? Was it, you know, something that my mother or father did? Was it the, tr like, was it certain traumas from, uh, um, childhood 
And these are any beliefs. Like, I'll give you a couple of my beliefs if you want. One of my beliefs that really, really holds me back is, well, in general, the umbrella belief is that I'm not good enough. That I don't deserve good things. We can believe, right? We can, we can, we can believe things and be fearful. I'm, I'm going to have a whole nother podcast about fear. But they all tie in, right? But we can, we can be fearful. Our beliefs can make us fearful of achievement. You could be fearful if you have some sort of commitment issues. It's not just a commitment issue. You are afraid to be happy in a relationship because deep down you believe that you're not worthy of that. So do you, I hope you're understanding how fear and beliefs kind of tie into one another. Again, I'm going to do a separate podcast on fear just because I feel like we should separate them and kind of go line by line and item by item and like tackle each thing as it comes. You know what I'm saying? Um, hold on. My, my camera died. I knew this was going to happen. So we believe these things um, and, and they tie into our fears. Our fears tie into our beliefs, right? Um, so one of my beliefs, other than that I'm not worthy enough, well, actually, I don't even want to say it's a belief anymore because I'm, I'm genuinely beginning to dismantle it. It's the whole reason why I'm putting work, like y'all see... Y'all can see it in my content. I'm consistent. I'm being consistent with myself. I'm showing up for myself every single day because I believe that I am worthy. And I know that I am worthy. Right? So one of my beliefs was that I'm no longer that I'm not worthy. Another belief of mine when it came to relationships was or is that everybody leaves. That's a big one for me. That one really hits home for me. No matter what I do or how I do it, they always leave. That was literally something I continued to tell myself over and over and over again. Like, she always leaves. I always get abandoned. I always get left. And because of that, and because of that belief, I've, I became, um, I acted in a way that kind of perpetuated that belief, if that makes sense, right? Whether it, it whether it was being so anxious, so anxiously attached to somebody, that you're essentially pushing them away, and so you become this self fulfilling prophecy. Again, the law of attraction is 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 the woo woo portion of this, but this is the practical, right? We are like these mini self fulfilling prophecies these mini creators we create our own lives and paths and whatever right but our beliefs shape our actions so if I believe if I have this limiting belief that no matter who I fall in love with or how wonderful she is 
eventually she's going to leave me that triggers something within me that says okay well I got to do everything in my power to make sure she doesn't leave me i.e forget about myself because if I you know if I do what I want to do then maybe she'll leave me sooner and I don't want her to leave me because I really want her to stay you know and, and and again that ties into this surrender um aspect which again I'll do a whole nother episode on that um surrendering and and that is for me surrendering is the key to all of it um just really throwing your hands up not in a way of like saying fuck it but throwing your hands up and and saying you know what I, I'm gonna leave this I'm gonna leave this up to whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen I'm only going to worry about the things that I can control the tasks that I can set forth for myself that I can um take care of everything else I leave up to the universe, God, source, whatever the fuck you call it, whatever your beliefs are on the outside, right? But that was one of my limiting beliefs is that every female leaves. That's not true, though. That's not true. It's not a true statement. A, because I haven't been with every female. (laughs) I've just been with ones that have gone off and, you know, I've been in relationships that have ended. That doesn't mean that every single one ends. Does it? It doesn't. It's not a true statement. Because I also believe that there's a person out there for everybody. You know, I often joke, like, I love penguins. I love penguins. I've always loved penguins because they're fucking adorable and they're cute and they're little things and you just want to bite their faces because they're so fucking cute but i fell fell in love with penguins because you know of of how really romantic they are um how they you know they present their little penguin partner with a fucking rock and that rock is like the wedding ring for them and like that means like hey we're here for life and once they pick a mate that's it they're monogamous They only stay with that one mate for the rest of their lives. Even to the point that, you know, male penguins can't can't decipher between female or male. They can't tell the difference. So sometimes a male penguin will pick another male penguin and he'll commit to that male penguin. And then that's it. They're mated for life. It's not like he can backtrack. You know, it's like it's like this. It's this this ultimate commitment. I love that. To me, that's so fucking romantic and amazing. And they're fucking, there are so many gay penguins out there. I, I just love it. I just love penguins, right? So clearly, somewhere deep within, I know that there's a person out there for, for me, right? There is a female, a woman out there for me. She is my person, period. So if I believe that on a deep level then this limiting belief that every relationship I get into ends because xyz that's that's obviously not true because my ultimate goal in life is to find a life partner well how do you find a life partner if you're constantly believing that everybody leaves and everything ends Every time you get into a relationship, it ends. My cap is three years. I always used to say in relationships, my cap with with women, it's like three to four years. And and then something happens. 
that's not fucking true either. <laughs> you know? So we start to just become these self-fulfilling prophecies. I'm trying to think of another belief that I have. Okay, when I was... Sometimes we listen to what other people say on the outside and that shapes um, what we believe on the inside, right? And then again, what we believe on the inside will have a direct impact on how we act in our lives. So when I was 22, I was diagnosed with PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome for anybody out there who doesn't know what that is. Brief description, it's a um, hormonal imbalance in women. Um, It's the leading cause of infertility in women. It's the leading cause of obesity in women. Um, it's basically, you know, insulin resistance. It's, it's basically your body becomes insulin resistant and, um, you gain a fuck ton of weight. You, um, grow a fuck ton of hair in places you don't want to grow. It's an, it's basically you, you, your estrogen to, um, to testosterone levels are just out of whack. You're producing more testosterone than a female's body should produce, causing all of these abnormalities, right? So when I was diagnosed with that, I had a doctor basically tell me how difficult it would be for me to lose weight on my own. I had gained literally 40 fucking 50 pounds seemingly overnight, um, and he was just like, well, you know, it's really, really hard for women with PCOS to lose weight. And this is, okay, fine. You're a doctor, especially somebody with authority tells you something like that. You immediately are just like, okay, I believe that. And so because I believe that, I was like, well, what's the fucking point? What's the point of even trying to lose weight when I know that it's going to be 10 times harder for me than it would be for somebody who didn't have PCOS? So I never tried. For like years, from 22 to let's say 25, 26. For four years, I just ate whatever the fuck I wanted to eat and never even tried to better myself in a physical way or or become healthier. Until finally, I dismantled that belief within myself and said, wait, let me at least just try (laughs) Like, let me see what happens at the very least and what's the worst that could happen, you know, after being on metformin, after being on all of these medications that were actually making me feel more sick. I was like, wait, I can't live like this anymore. I had seen a video of myself on YouTube, my first and only music video, and I looked at myself and I was like, bitch, you are uncomfortable. Like, you cannot live like that. Try, try, at least try, right? And so I finally did. And when I started seeing results, I was like, wait a second. (laughs) Homeboy was wrong. (laughs) Like, I've lost 40 fucking pounds. And yeah, it might have, it didn't take, it didn't happen as quickly as it would have happened had I not had PCOS. I know that. I lost 40 pounds over the course of a year. Um, maybe, maybe longer. It was a slow progression, but a progression nonetheless, that if you looked at a picture of me now versus 
then it's two completely different people. Even the like just the glow and how healthy I am now versus where I was at then. Two completely different people. My complexion changed. But it was slow. So what I'm trying to say is is that our beliefs about certain things in our lives, um, things that we can do, things that we should do, things that we shouldn't do, things that we can't do, all of these beliefs in our lives, we can dismantle and really genuinely free ourselves from the prison that we keep ourselves in with these limiting beliefs for whatever reason we keep ourselves in these prisons probably mainly because we're afraid to experience the unknown well what happens when I lose all this weight what happens when I finally show up for myself every day I can tell you what happens is something beautiful (laughs) um for me at least showing up for myself for the last it's been 18 days and I know it well no it's been over 18 days but I hit my 18 day streak on my on my little um, uh, Apple watch it's like you are you have 18 days in a row of working out straight so it's like all right that's how I'm keeping track of like my my uh my changes right but it's 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 crazy how quickly the changes happen once you start showing up for yourself. Even the beliefs. You start looking at yourself differently in the mirror when you start showing up for you and doing things for yourself and appreciating every facet of yourself. Not just the good, but the bad as well and those all stem from our beliefs what we believe to be true the only thing that is true is that whatever you believe to be true is true (laughs) now some of you may be like cross-eyed right now like what the fuck did she just say whatever you believe to be true good or bad is the truth and you will act in accordance with that belief every fucking time it's the whole reason why I, I i started this channel and i was fired up for it and then i got discouraged for whatever reason or just self-sabotaged for whatever reason because i didn't feel like i was worthy enough of a following i didn't feel like i could add value into anybody's lives for, despite what other other people were telling me when people were reaching out saying hey this episode really helped me this episode changed me this episode really you know inspired me whatever it is despite what people were saying i had the belief within myself that i had nothing of value to offer so in return i didn't offer Period. So we have to really dig deep. (laughs) Um, And I'm doing the the deep digging. (laughs) And sometimes it's not fun. You know? I clean this entire area right now. Like, um, my basement and my room. Those are my two, like, little sanctuaries for myself, right? So I was like, you know what? If I'm cleaning... 
if I'm putting cleaner foods into my body and treating my body better, and I'm um, cleaning up my life with the people in my life and, and really like preserving my energy that I give out to people and situations, if I'm cleaning this, then I got to actually physically clean my space. Because again, the outer and the inner have to kind of be in harmony with one another. That's the only way it's going to work. When everybody talks about, if you listen to self-development shit, you'll literally hear the word alignment. Like, you, they should make a drinking game about, uh, of like, drink every time a self-development person says alignment, living in alignment. And what that really means is your outer matching your inner and your inner matching your outer, right? So if I'm cleaning up and cleansing my insides and I'm cleansing my brain and I'm cleansing my energy, then I got to cleanse, genuinely cleanse my space, my environment physically, which is why down here and upstairs is completely pristine. But what I'm trying to say is in doing that, I tried to be as mindful as, as humanly possible. And I've been trying to just be mindful in everything I do. Kind of slow the fuck down, really think about the moves that I'm making, right? And so I did that when I was cleaning. And I came across things from my past that brought up triggers. Triggers of abandonment issues. Triggers of my self-love. Triggers of memories that I had with people that are no longer here, whether they passed away, uh, whether they, we are no longer in communication, whatever it was. And those things, every time I came across whatever it was, a letter, a picture, a drawing, something that reminded me of somebody that I missed, um, whatever it was, I allowed myself to take it in and feel it. I cried a couple of times. I'm not going to lie. It was an emotional moment. Like it was an emotional thing. I cried cleaning this basement. I looked at a calendar from 2020 right before quarantine started. And I thought back, really reflected back on my life right before quarantine. And then brought myself back to where I was in that pre present moment. And thought of how much has changed from that moment to this one. And how many things I've missed or I do miss from when things were back there before quarantine in 2020. And I cried. I, I came across a picture of my, uh, 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 of my grandparents. And right next to that was a picture that I had given to my grandparents of myself that I had received back once they passed away. On the back of that picture, I think I mentioned this in my last podcast episode, so... If I'm repeating myself, I'm sorry. But I just really want to drive this point home. Um, about, you know, about about feeling and, and, and digging deep. I turned over the picture of myself and on the back of the picture I wrote to my, grand, my grandmother or my grandparents. Please don't go away. If you went away, I would miss you way too much and I would be sad or something like that. 
And me looking back, and I'm, I might even get emotional now just thinking about it. Me looking back at my eight or nine year old self saying that as a 32 year old adult, I can recognize I had abandonment issues then. You know, I didn't want them to leave. And I looked at that child, my inner child, and I said, holy shit. This doesn't go back to your last two relationships. This doesn't go back to your last four relationships. These issues stemmed from when your father left. These issues stemmed from when your parents got divorced, whatever it was. And so it's a digging deep. It's like I said in the last episode, this is so much deeper than, than, than what we even realized, than what I realized um, but we can change the beliefs and we absolutely should change the limiting ones um, and be more mindful and really try to catch ourselves when we're, when we're believing certain things. I've stopped saying, you know, when I eat, oh my God, I'm so fat. No, I'm not. I'm full. I'm not fat. You know what I mean? Because whatever we believe, we act in accordance with that belief. And with that, this is 45 minutes long. I'm not going to belabor the topic. I'm not going to beat it to a bloody pulp. I hope you guys understand what I'm trying to say. Uh, what I would say to do, and and who the fuck am I, but... The first, the first piece of the first piece of advice that I would give is to just observe at first. Observe the beliefs that you have about yourself, the beliefs that you have about people around you, uh, the beliefs that you have about your relationships and your life. Observe first. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I do believe that everybody leaves me. Um. Yeah. I. I. I do believe that. That. Whatever, whatever it is, observe first and then write it down. Okay, these are my beliefs. These are my limiting beliefs. This is exactly what I believe. And then how do you dismantle it? Well, how is this real? Is this a real belief? Like realistically, think about the reality of the situation. Is this realistic? Okay, yeah, in the past... Every relationship that I've had hasn't worked out, clearly. I'm single right now, right? But does that mean that in the future that every person that comes into my life is going to leave? No, that doesn't necessarily mean that. So I would say observe first. I'm still trying to figure it all out, but um, I just wanted to come on here and talk about it because I don't think we realize how much our beliefs shape our actions. So... Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, let me know. Leave a comment down below if you're watching on YouTube. Also, you could leave a review on uh, on on you know Apple or Spotify wherever you're listening. If you're listening to this, um, let me know what you think. Let me know what you want me to talk about. Um, that's it. I love you guys very much. I'll see you in the next one. Peace out. <laughs>